we already kind of established here that you are, at least Trista, starting to buy into a possible Lakers turnaround. You capitalize on 80-1 to Darvin Ham winning coach of the year. They're not the only team, though, that could kind of flip the switch and really change things. And that's one of the things about the NBA this early in the season. There's always one or two teams that underachieve, and there's always one or two teams that comes out of nowhere, like the Pacers. Or one where you're like, wait, they're supposed to be tanking. What are you doing? Even the Spurs at the beginning of the season. The Spurs have clearly regressed now. They're like, wait, 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 wait. We got to stop this. But, yes. you know, if you kind of look up and down the list here, when you're looking at the standings, I'm sure you guys all have, like, there are certainly a couple of teams to me. I, I'm with you on the Lakers just because it's LeBron and Anthony Davis. But another obvious one is ob- the Warriors, too. I, I mean, the Warriors right now are plus 350 to win the Pacific. The Warriors, plus money to win the division. I, I know they got the Suns there and everything, but they're three and a half back of the Suns right now. So there's some value in Golden State knowing that this team is the defending NBA champions, but they've just got to get some of their young guys back into a better rhythm. But they have the ability to do it because we've seen that before. Same thing with uh, the Portland Trailblazers and the and the Denver Nuggets. Mm-hmm. Look at this. So you look at the Northwest Division. The Nuggets are minus three hundred to win it all, right? To win the just to win the division. Blazers plus six hundred to win that Northwest Division. The Portland Trailblazers have barely had Damian Lillard on this yeah. team. Yeah. When they have Dame, they win games. When they don't have Dame, it's kind of, it's kind of like up in the air. It's funny when you have a superstar, you tend it's to be weird. a better team. Weird it's, how that works. I mean, I would take take Jokic off this Nuggets team and see how they <laughs> yeah. do. How they do. Oh, you know? God. They'd so, be unwatchable. They would be unwatchable. Hey, so hey, I hey, like Jamal that. Jamal Murray's actually. pretty damn good. Let's I'm give a big Jamal, Jamal Murray some fan credit here. When he's healthy. But yes, sure. Jokic is clearly the most important player on that team. I think yeah, we can so, agree on that. So I think that that disparity, because if you look at the standings, right, the Nuggets are 14 and 9. The Blazers are 13 and 11. Yeah. So why is there such this huge gap when. It's not like Dame has been playing every single game and then we've we've lost all these games. And they played the third toughest schedule the Blazers yeah. have, too. Them, Sh- Chicago's played a really tough schedule. I'm not going to throw them in there, though, because I don't think that that's a team to buy in on right now because I just, I mean, if Lonzo was coming back, maybe. Uh, I just, I, I could see them actually being sellers at the deadline, even though they just extended Billy Donovan. They kind of had to. And it's not like they can't move on if they want in two years. It's the NBA, let's be honest. Right, right. But I would like to see, I mean, I love DeMar. But if this is just going to be basketball hell, 45, 46 wins, I don't even think they get there that, this year. I think they finish below 500, just don't like this roster. They don't play any defense. Oh, then move Vooch into Rosen. Let DeRozan go finish his career somewhere nice, like the Lakers. And then Trista's Darvin Ham ticket really has some legs. Oh, I tell you, know? you what. I, I, they I made that- a real move. Oh. Also, I hate to do this live on the air, but whoever has this Georgia Tech game, let's put King James up there because he just had this reverse dunk and he's on his way to scoring 27 points. Why so is this, yeah, why is it? But uh, all we, all, we just can't have the Illini. So that's just an executive show decision. No, Sorry that I had to make the airwaves. <laughs> I'm going to throw one more team that I want to uh, get your guys' thoughts on really quickly because we just had Joe Delera on and I love his work. He does a tremendous job. And I agree with the Heat. But I also mm-hmm. kind of disagree with the Heat, and I'm a big Jimmy Butler hater. Uh, as a Bulls fan, I've always my take, Nick, is that Jimmy Butler will never be the best player on a championship team, and I stick by that and I stand by that. Not I mean, saying he can never win a championship, but he'll never be option one A, and I think we've learned that, right? He, he's a no, he's a number two on a championship team, but he did get them to the finals one year in the bubble, yeah, and that was that was. I'll tell you this though, that year, his first year in Miami. I kept tooting the horn of getting him some MVP votes because what he did for that team to turn out around that turn the heat around so quickly. Turn but uh, I'm, I'm with you though. Like at this point now, it, it, they kind of are who they are. And look, and, the Heat are older too. Like Kyle Lowry is only getting older and fatter at this point. Like yeah. Jimmy Butler isn't is 
Still a nice player, but he's not the same guy that he used to be. He's going to miss time, and you need him to be a two-way player to really be effective. So it's Miami's at the point now where you know that they're well-coached with Eric Spolstra, but at the same time, I would not look at them either. I think they're a play-in tournament team probably. They're 11-13 and 13 right now. I mean, this team could easily be a 9 or a 10 seed in the East and then maybe win one play-in game or something along those lines. But I would not look at them as where they were last year, and we've already seen the massive fall-off from last season to this season with them. Trist, I have a take. Yeah. The bubble wasn't real. It was fake. And, I agree. Okay, okay, you're with me on that? Yeah. I mean, the Miami Heat, they were built for the bubble because Jimmy Butler, like, he's the kind of guy that's just, like, doing push-ups at, like, 2.30 a.m., 3 a.m., while, like, Joel Embiid's at, like, Pato, like, sitting at the poker, t- or, I mean, MGM sitting at the poker table, you know, with AI until, like, 4 a.m. They have lives. Jimmy Butler was just in there, like, drinking coffee, yeah. like, doing his thing, like, working out nonstop. That, they're made for that. But look at how fluky the bubble was. The Bucks, like remember the Bucks lost to the Magic? They, they dropped a playoff game to the Magic. Yeah. The, the, the Bucks didn't show up for the bubble. They were the best team in the East all year. And I remember coming out of the pandemic, I knew they were screwed because Chris Middleton did this press conference. And he's like, yeah, I haven't touched a basketball in three months. I'm like, come on, guy. You just yeah. got paid. Like, don't admit that even if you haven't. Can't. And, I mean, uh, the Lakers won a championship. That's proof right there that it was a fluke. Well, what benefited the Lakers is that everybody was able to get healthy for three months because nobody played basketball. So Anthony yeah. Davis and LeBron James were healthy. But remember, that Lakers True. team was a 50-win team before they things got shut down. Like, they were... They were actually a really good team that year. But just remember, like, Austin Rivers was, like, dropping 40 in the yeah. bubble. I mean, I mean, um, who was my guy uh, on Indiana? Um, oh, it's going to drive me nuts. TJ Warren. Yeah, TJ Warren. He was dropping, like, 40 pieces oh, and TJ, 50 pieces. Bubble TJ Warren was and Don't get incredible. me wrong. Like, it saved my life. I needed the bubble. Not only yeah. for gambling purposes. Yeah. I was going to lose my mind. I was watching reruns of Cheers. I was watching the 95-96 Bulls season on YouTube. And uh, If yeah. I had to watch one more... <laughs> Esports version <laughs> oh, of, God, I was of a game. I was like, I can't take this anymore. Ryan I need real basketball. Cheated back. on. Oh, I saw Allie Quigley. No, in no, Portland. no, no, no. Do not say that story by out loud. Way, by the way, I saw Allie Quigley in Portland. I cheated on nothing. He cheated on nothing. <laughs> well, now my wife's probably watching. Like, what did he do? What did he do with Allie Quigley? No, no, I got no, yeah, no, the no, 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 no. Let's just say I had some inside information on the horse competition. Now I have to throw it out there. Anyway, let's move on. Are you sure you don't want to talk more no, about that? God, no, no, not at all. No, no. You know, team. speaking of TJ Warren, because he's coming back for the Nets, the Nets are 13 and 12. They That's could easily turn things around, well. too. Is he really I, they're, coming back? They're not going to win. They're not going to win the division, right? The Celtics are minus 1,200 to win the Atlantic. But talent helps you win in the NBA, right? When you have Dame Lillard in Portland's lineup, they win games because it's Dame Lillard. You do still have Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. I know Kyrie is who he is. I know he's a headache. This is going to be his last year in Brooklyn. He'll probably say something else stupid at some point to get himself suspended. But right now, you have to look at what they at least have on the court. They may lack chemistry, but they still have enough talent that can help them get at least a better record during the regular season and win a lot of regular season games. I mean, they believe it or not, they have better odds to win the title at 12-1 to than the division at 16-1. to Like, it's a weird situation playing behind the Celtics there with that, but the Celtics are the favorites to win the title. But, like, even... Six to one to win the East if you're the Nets. It's still Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. And look, maybe Ben Simmons starts to settle in and play more consistently. And the, the Nets are deep. I mean, again, TJ Warren hasn't played in a long time, but if that guy starts getting spot minutes early and then really ramps back up, that guy's a bucket. That's a bucket off the bench for them. They've got shooters. 
It's a flawed roster, but it's also a roster that does have a lot of pieces that do work. So if they can just get the chemistry thing together a little bit, they got enough talent to make this. Now, I don't think they're winning a title. I don't even I think it's probably unlikely they get to the finals. But if you're looking at a potential turnaround, you have to at least look at the talented teams that are underachieving, and the Nets are still falling in that category. Yeah, you have to look at them not from a standpoint of can I bet their future because I don't even think that there's anything really bettable there. Not going to win the division. Yeah. Not going to win the East. Certainly not going to win it all. But then you say to yourself, okay, well, if I think that there's a possibility that they could turn it around and I start to sort of predict when that might be, maybe that's when TJ Warren yeah. comes in. Yeah. Like maybe I want to go ahead and, uh, you know, take the Nets to cover, right? Yeah. Like just sure. some of these bigger numbers, sure. target them there, target TJ Warren props when he comes back. You know, so you're sort of playing it that way. Also, I'll say this. I mean, like, I bought into Boston last year when they were two games below 500, man. They were 18 to 1 just to rep the East. And that's really the time. I mean, right now, everybody thinks Boston's going to beat teams in a seven game series. But let's say worse comes to worse or, you know, bad stuff happens. And maybe Jason Tatum goes down again and it's just Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart. Or let's say, you know, Giannis goes down, God forbid. Then. You gotta look. You gotta look down a little bit. You look at the Nets eight to one. You look at the Cavs eight to one. I just I like the Cavs more than I like the Nets at six to one. And I know it's yeah. Katie Kyrie make really good points. You have two closers, which that's what you want, obviously, in the fourth quarter of these games. But Donovan Mitchell, yes, I mean he's a yes. superstar, and I just I love that oh they have like God. the the twin towers with Mobley and with Jared Allen. I love I've always Cleveland's been a big roster. dude. I've always love been it. a big Jared Allen yes. fan. And you remember those first couple years in Brooklyn? He was such a good rebounder. He was a good defender, but he didn't really have any post moves. Now he's got offensive game. He's a double double machine so i i don't i really like cleveland at eight to one i might just wait see if we could get better value like i want nothing to do with philadelphia at 12 to one even though harden just came back the heat 14 to one i'm good on and then the hawks 20 to one like what's gonna happen with trey young and nate mcmillan there that's a mess and then the raptors like i want to believe in the raptors just because i love that price of 20 to one but they just they don't have like and i like siakam but siakam's option b on a good team 